thought you started recording just so you could record your big words. Big words. Big words. S- syllables. Yes. <laughs> I put the wrong emphasis. Unfortunately, you missed the whole part about licking the mic. <laughs> Do you want me to go? You're telling me to start? Maybe not. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your host, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. It's just the two of us today. Again. We don't have any guests. Um, we've created our own pod. Do you know what that is, John L? You don't even know, do you? Po- pod? Pod. It's kind of like um, when you fluid bond. <laughs> In polyamorous <laughs> relationships, but during coronavirus times. So basically, when you've decided to intermix your household with another household. Mm-hmm. So you have been spending time with my boyfriend. Yep. He's come here. I, I think you've the come proper- to our house, and that makes us a pod now. Okay, I but I think with whiskey, hundred percent. But yeah. I think you the cat, not the drink. The correct term is fiance. Depends on the day. <laughs> Has he referred to me as, as that at all? You know what? I'm wait- I'm Have actually- you ever heard him say that? No. Yeah, there you go. Depends on the day. He he refers to you as your birth name rather than your stage name, and that's about it. Right, and about. you're like, who are you talking about? You don't I, I, I kind of catch myself like, who are we talking about? Oh, okay, all right. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, but also, we want our hangouts to be like, it is kind of bro time. Like, it is super yeah, guy ish. You, you pump stuff. weights. He pumps weights. Okay, and you watch him. <laughs> I work. Oh, excuse me. I work, um, and then we go grab drinks, uh-huh. or we go take a short bite ride and a bite ride, bike ride, bike. Oh. Sorry, bite ride. That's that sounds fun. That might be the, on next on the docket. Bite ride. Bite ride. We just oh. like ride our bikes and start biting people. <laughs> um, you can't do that during a pandemic. Well, that'll be more fun now during a pandemic. Yeah, that'd be like zombie times. You're like chasing people. Now you're part of our pod. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah, so it's a new term um, that they have. Because you are actually allowed to, um, for single people who live alone, you're allowed to have like one other person. For example, if you have a partner that lives elsewhere and you decide to mix your households a little bit you then you have to treat that whole thing like it's a family so if one of you is infected everybody has to quarantine whatever but um we decided to do that because you were so fucking lonely yeah hey you know what <laughs> i'm sensitive you were. let's talk about, okay so i have you, feelings you are still dating someone your girlfriend right yes okay and um she went to be with her family in florida yep right at the beginning right right as it started so for the better part of two and a half months and so you were okay for like a week or two and then you fucked up your wrist because you were jerking off so much okay okay you know the 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 (laughs) wrist part is correct but that's because i was working working working, i was averaging around 12 to 13 hours happily though i mean this is the thing i was very happily working very very hard still am but uh, the 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 very pansy part of that description is, you know, you're a performer. We have a lot of friends that are performers. I used to be before the pandemic. Hundred percent. So I mean, the concerns before us, like we have a lot of friends that are using their bodies for their work, uh, and they're concerned that they might not be able to maintain said body while everything is closed. Sure. I, on the other hand, only needs to type. Right. And. I get injured. <laughs> right. Typing. You don't think the, the masturbating had anything to do with it? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. 
actually how many times were you masturbating a day if you had 12 or 13 hours of work and I need to sleep really quickly because I've worked really, sure. really long. Sure. So, I mean, like any normal single-ish person. What's what's that? I would average maybe 1.5 a day. 1.5 yeah. weeks. Is be, that because halfway through, sometimes you'd be like, I'm tired. Well, or, or, <laughs> or no, it's like more of like, there'll be days that'll do two. Yeah, it was just a joke. There'll be days of one. But I usually do the ghost hand. You know, use my you left sat on hand. It? No, well, so that's another way. But I use my left hand. Okay. Or my non-dominant hand. Why? Because it feels different. Huh. Yes. On your hand or on your dick? On my dick, not oh. on my hand, because like your hand is not as, you know, you can't control it as much, so it's not the usual stroke. So it's like a stranger. It is. It is kind of a stranger. I think that is the <laughs> proper term for it. If you use your non-dominant hand to jerk off, do you? Oh, when you jack off, I'm a two-hander. Like pressing. Well, because I have a clitoris and then I have a vagina. Oh, so you do, you do the stimulation of the clit while do the penetration inside. Yeah, All something right. like that. Okay, so, you, okay, see? Shows how much I know about women masturbating. You, you never touch women with two hands? I've never seen a them. A mouth and a hand? My, a mouth? No, that's what I would do. But I, to, so it's the to same thing. I can't, else. my mouth can't reach it. Got it. <laughs> but to watch somebody else do themselves. Would you blow yourself if you could? Hells no. Really? No. But it'd be like masturbation, but a step up. It's like, it sounds gross, but at the same time, if you could, you probably would. I would probably try, of course. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie and say, I'm never going to do it. Sure. Uh, But the idea of of that is, I know. He just got comfortable, by the way. He took the mic off the stand, reclined. Reclined. Have you you noticed my new uh, sofa cover? Yes, I have. Your old one was nasty. (laughs) But no, it was nasty because it didn't fit. Well, and just your cat has destroyed everything because she Um, runs the house. But going back to our topic of of wait masturbation, self self blowjobs. So self blowjobs, self fellatio. I've seen. I've I've went to Pornhub and looked at that genre. Uh huh. Um, Did it get you hard? No, I mean that's it. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like it looks uncomfortable for a person who is not. I can't even touch my toes. Uh-huh. So I cannot imagine me being able to blow myself. But secondarily, you know, it's not as far as your toes. That's true, but you know, but like even just to make m- me fold in a way that I can p- probably sure. be in the approximate of my crotch. But I know where has where my crotch has been. Uh huh. I wouldn't. I mean, I I wouldn't want that in my. <laughs> what a horrible. <laughs> Horrible advertisement for fucking you. I know where my crotch has no, been, but and I wouldn't go there. So, the, so my again, we've talked about. I this. don't agree at all. I know where where mine has been, and I, I have to say, it's been mostly a waste. Like most of my life, I've wasted it. But I think it's like safe territory. I well, I understand that documents you know, to prove it. The the bacteria around your your nether regions is kind of good bacteria and whatnot. But I'm just. I don't want to think. I mean, yes, there's bacteria on our skin all the time, but I really don't think this is a good road to go down talking about the bacteria in our genitals or near our genitals. I'm just saying, like, even with partners. People are going to be, like, gagging listening (laughs) to this. No, I'm just very concerned on, like, with a partner, I'm always concerned about that. That's one thing that I, you know, if I can squeeze in a quick shower, I would. Uh huh. I don't mind. Going down somebody fresh from the gym, right? Gross. Yeah, okay. I'm totally fine. I mean, it's hot. 
for someone to do it and honestly not care. But I've also done it and said I didn't care when I totally fucking yeah, cared. Yeah. But and exactly like that. For me though, it's like I I I don't know enough. I don't. I don't. I have swamp ass. Yeah, you've shared that before. Yeah, so that's a, a problem for me. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know the comfort level of other people with to deal swamp ass? to dealing with that. So sure. to be safe, and I like showering. So you do. I actually hate showering. What? I know. I was thinking I should share that. Um, I wish Allegra was here because I feel like we haven't talked about all of our secret nasty thing. We have touched on it, mm-hmm. but um, I do shower. Of course, and I feel better after I shower, but yeah. it's just like a chore. It's not really something I enjoy huh, doing. Interesting. Something interesting. I'll procrastinate as long as possible. And quarantine has led itself very well to that. But also speaking of the bacteria in our genitals, in relation to coronavirus, mm-hmm. did you see that semen, in fact, can carry the coronavirus? That is a medical fact. Um, did you see that in the news? Unsubscribe. Okay, well, it was in the news, and then I saw our nurse friend, and um, she said that if it's in splooge, it's probably in vaginal fluids was the term she favored that day. So it's just another way to spread. So then you have to think about how you can be boning during this time. So for the people that have created pods with people they will have sex with, um, that's actually something they have to think about. And the New York City government has put out guidelines for fucking... Actually, I should have told you to pull it up. Can you pull it up really quick? I, I can't. We I have no stuff. I didn't even bring stuff. my laptop. You, you don't have any stuff? This I, is your house. I can get some laptop, but... <sighs> Let me see if I can get it. But so they... Um, in real time. It's hard to do and talk at the same time. Um, so they have decided that glory holes should come back. That was part of it. I think that was a gag. I, I, I think mm, that was a gag. Come on. Come on. It looked like it was from the website. Let's see. Yeah, I'm sure somebody hacked. So here's the thing. Is there a government body that would be saying like, yo, Holmes, stick your thing in a hole in a public space and that's how you rock shit? New York City government safer sex guidelines. I'm finding it on the real website. It says glory hole. It says, <laughs> no, that I'm paraphrasing, but it's spread <laughs> through particles in the saliva, mucus, and breath of people. So you're supposed to wear a face mask. Um, so, I mean, it's been found in semen and feces, so no butt stuff. Well, here's the thing. And it put, because people might not know what feces is, by the way, it put poop it's in poop. parentheses. <laughs> I never use that word, but it's very funny that they had to put it in parentheses. So they're not sure if it could be spread in vaginal or anal sex. Well, obviously it could then. I mean, here's the thing. If you can spread it through, you know, breathing somebody's air or, you know, we're trying to socially distance ourselves at least six feet away, which, by the way, we're recording right now at least six feet away. Um, uh, of course, it's going to be I always try to stay six feet away from you. Uh, likewise. That's why we're friends. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like, come on. Commonsensically, if you can't be six feet within somebody, if you are touching, exchanging fluids, that's tantamount of sharing whatever virus that you have inside. Totally. So I think that that guidance is... It even talks about threesomes. Oh, whoa. (laughs) If two is company, then three or more is definitely a crowd. Large gatherings of any... I feel like we could just do a reading of this and that would be funny. (laughs) Type of not safe during COVID-19. Hmm. Limit well, the size of your guest list. Keep it intimate. Mm. Oh. Well, speaking of, of... Avoid kissing. What? Yeah, these are real things. 
and I'm telling you, they suggested a glory hole. I don't know which section of this it's in, but it's in. I'm just saying that. Pardon the pun. During this time of. It says masturbation's the safest. I wonder if Christians are okay with that. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming not, but we have been technically in. It even uses the word rimming. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I, I, I'm down. It to might that. spread the virus. I, I, yeah, so I'm just going to. I think. If I were the editor of that website, I would have just said, homeboys, come on. If six feet away is the guidance, anything you do, any intimate thing you do has a high possibility of you transferring the COVID-19 virus. Of course. So make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls that allow sexual contact while preventing close face-to-face contact. I'm just saying glory holes. These are real things. No. no, that's not a glory hole because if you have a wall, you cannot... Do you know what a glory hole was? I know, but the glory hole has your thingy through the hole so that they can interact with it. So you're still exchanging splooch and shit. So no, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying these are the actual guidelines that they put out, which is fucking hysterical, and the internet blew up. So let's go back to our original <laughs> thing. Is this the same conversation that you have with my boyfriend when he's here? No, we only have, we, we only do fun stuff. Does he know that you and I talk about this? Oh hell yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, it was like no a, fucking way. No, like no, not in detail, but he knows that we record our thoughts and spew it out to the world. I know, but he hates my thoughts, especially when I spew them outside of my brain. Interesting. Yeah, when I do really like. Um, <laughs> Like one time I took my labia and I was like, touch me, touch me in bed. And he was horrified by it. So like, it just doesn't, he and I have different ways of communicating. Yeah. He uses his words. He does not use use his words. You use your labia. Yeah. I think. With words though. With words. You know what? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So you were very lonely. And touch tell, deprived. Okay, so you were touch deprived. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about that experience, because I know there's a lot of single people yep. that don't have any friends or anyone around. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been doing a really good job of quarantining. Some of them have not even left their teeny tiny apartments. Mm-hmm. In um, we're going on 90 days in New York, so we are in phase one when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Phase two is starting next week. Yep. And isn't it on the seventh, July seventh? I we can debate that mm-hmm. later. Um, but so. T- talk about your experience and, and the th- overshare a little. Yeah, the the so on the general aspect, the practical stuff first. You know, it's rough because of two things. You can't be overly negative because, um, like, if you're me, I'm still employed. There's no disruption in terms of of resources. Uh, maybe there's a little bit of adjustment around the length of time that you're working, how you're working with people because everybody's adjusting to working from home, working with kids around, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, you can't overly complain that, shit, I haven't banged anybody in a a week or two. Um, Secondarily, I mean, you can't be overly positive because like, yeah, you know, everybody has switched to uh, online virtual dates. So sometimes making it easier to make connections, making it easier to, uh, you know, converse with your significant other. Um, but 
so you put you're put in a weird part where you don't know where you stand in life in general. Okay. On the more personal uh, stands, I should have been built for shelter in place. I I'm very happy not going out, um, mm-hmm. or I'm I'm very happy only going out in very very small groups. I don't like to go out to places without a reservation or a seat. So I should have been built for it and i was for three to four weeks after that it was horrible being locked in a box and having full-on conversations with your cat i don't know i don't i'm pretty sure that's not 100 healthy <laughs> but you know as much as i do not like big crowds i love touch i love to dab people uh, i love to give people hugs mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of like my my as intimate as I go, not you forget about the intimacy part. Just in general, with being with your friends, not being able to dab them up or give them a hug is rough. Because there were a few friends that went through the park, and then you'd like, I'm gonna go to the park too, and let's wave each other high. And being so near yet so far is extremely rough. On the relationship aspect, that was rough because you know I'm older. I don't expect daily bangs but you know at least a week i mean you know what's the point of having a relationship if you're gonna go barren for three months right sure so that was these are extenuating circumstances 100 percent. so it's very very rough um had my person been nearer it would have been a little bit more negotiable sure like once every week once every two weeks that's I can manage that. I've gone through spells longer, sure. fairly recently. No problem. But I was not knowing how long this was going to last. 100%. Yeah. Plus, you know, uh, my person being in a different state, an 18-hour drive away. Sure. There's no way for her to, like, you know, let's, hey, every month or every three weeks, drive back and drive out. Right. So if you were, like, six hours away, three hours away, I would have said, like, I'll drive out or you'll drive in. And then I could have had a day to look forward to. Sure. Because beyond anything else, the hardest thing, even even now, it's a little bit harder because we don't know. Yeah, but you've done a good job of like setting up time with your family yep. to have big like Zoom hangs. Mm-hmm. Um, I hung out with you mm-hmm. a few times and um, and you do have a cat. So those are some things yeah. some people don't have. Now, on the flip side, my apartment's probably a little smaller than yours, yeah. and I live there with another person, and we're, like, so fucking sick of each other. Um, you, you tell me, so you tell everyone about that, because, like, we have an angle where it's basically no relationship or, let's say, long distance, your forced long-distance relationship. We, we, we joked around um, people who are dating right now are either forced to live in together or right. forced to um, um, have a, um, a long-distance relationship, which aren't what you signed up for pro- most likely when you sure. are in a relationship. In your And lots of people left. Like, lots of people took their new relationship and moved in with a family member. Or they... I know some people that bought a trailer and are, mm-hmm. like, living in a trailer in the woods. All my office or- mates, like, went out of state, bought houses. Yeah. <laughs> bought, bought houses... Uh, because having you know having the information that we won't be working from the office till October and after that most likely you can work remotely anyway. But sure. you're in a situation where it's just 
you're you're put in a pressure cooker. You you're you've already been living with this person for multiple years, but now there's nowhere to go. Yeah, so um we have a very tiny two bedroom apartment and we've been living together uh, like a year year and a half, two and a half two and a half years, I guess. Um and both of us are completely out of work. Uh, we are not financially concerned because we have savings and we have unemployment. That's great. And we both will have jobs to go back to in some capacity at some point. Got it. So those are positives. Um, and we like each other. Uh, we like hanging out, but it is a lot of time. And I... Um, I'm very much like type A. And so I had this list and I had all these things I wanted to do thinking I was going to have two weeks off of work, which would have been awesome mm-hmm. and was. And I did like a ton of those things, really annoying tasks that you put off and whatever. Um, but then I ran out of them and then I had nothing <laughs> to do. But then I actually started to sort of relax, like for the first time ever. I didn't um, set an alarm. I didn't feel like it mattered what day it was or what I did. I was just cooking, learning a new thi- a few new things as I was doing that. And just like killing time, sort of like when you're a kid on a Saturday, you know what I mean? And you just sit around being lazy as fuck because you lose all sense of time. Um, that being said, you know, it's hard having the tiny space. So th- our extra room is my partner's uh, studio for mm. his um, work and art at home. Um And so he would spend some time in there, but then I would sometimes I'd still be lonely, even though he was there. Um, I certainly miss the social aspects of going out, going to bars, shows, Mm -hmm. hanging out with people. Um, It's not that I miss the hugging so much. I was never a big hugger, but I miss just the social interaction. I stopped caring about what I wear or look like at all because once I put a mask on, I feel hideous anyway, and I probably am sweating profusely under (laughs) the mask. Um, and so like, I don't care. It was almost like, how terrible can I look going to the grocery store today? Because nobody's going to fucking recognize me or care. I'm not going to see anybody I know. And as much as I like to think that I dress for myself, which I do when there's a mask involved and I'm not seeing anybody like who gives a shit. That's true. And sometimes like if you look pretty with a mask on, you're very pretty then. (laughs) But I don't, I just feel like I could just like blend in with the wall. I mean, which it's, is fine. It's I in, like being like that. Sometimes. That's right. But it's interesting talking about it close to three months now because it was so different the first month. It's been more than three months. Yes, now. but it was it was different the first, let's say, the first few Yeah, we weeks. loved it. Or we were extremely scared or we weren't believing how long it was going to be. And then it started becoming, you know, once you're in your first like, month Like, I don't want to go back to work. Yeah. And, every, and, you know, going, let's start with, a little bit about the, um, let's say, the work stuff um, or the vacation stuff. I think that's something that one of the main reasons that exacerbates my stress around this time is I hear you, I hear my other friends say that, oh, my God, I haven't done anything in two weeks. I've worked. I mean, the problem is like now I have even more work because of all the shifts in in advertising, so I work in data. So there's a, a giant shift in the data that we have to measure, that I have to analyze. Nobody cares about that. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, but I, the past three months has been even more interesting, even more fun, even more work. Right. But I have not had extra time. I've had less time. I haven't done any extra skills. I have not been bored. But, wait, but you've been working out. 
I so that's you're in the, better shape than you normally are. I was. I was for the first two months. I promise you, I was. I I looked at my full length mirror for the first time in probably a year, uh-huh. and I looked at it and say like, that is not bad. That is a sexy motherfucker right there. <laughs> However, and uh, your fiance can attest to that. Um, this past month, horrible with work. I've oh. been extremely horrible. There was a solid week where you know I I just broke down. Part of the stress, part of the loneliness, part of like everything. I just ordered McDonald's and KFC every night. I just like I gorged and you know and as a Filipino, I don't drink by myself. But I have had I have weekly Zoom calls, multiple Zoom calls per week now with multiple groups of friends, and I use that as an excuse to drink. Sure. And I drink extremely heavily during those calls. So maybe the past three weeks, if I'm not close to when I started. Uh, I'm at that level, so I'm gonna risk tisk. Re- I, I it sucks because I should have taken more uh, photos of myself when I felt <laughs> sexy. Although that's what I thought. Why didn't we shoot right away? Because I was in terrific shape before Hawaii. I was in the best shape I've been in since I was a full time ballroom dancer. But I weighed even less than that, which was not mm. something I was aiming for, but just happened yeah. through my workouts. And since then, because of quarantine and all of the baking that I've done. <laughs> And the entire cakes that I ate by myself because he's doing keto, right? Mm-hmm. I gained um, 11 pounds over like my normal weight, but I think I gained 14 pounds since January. See? And and that was in like one month's time um, because I just hadn't weighed myself when we yeah. got back from Hawaii. So, and that's because I went from, you know, running around New York City, carrying stuff, working three jobs and like doing all this stuff to not leaving my house. I didn't leave my house for the first 11 days at all. And then I was just going to the grocery store and, you know, doing very minimal stuff. Now I started going for walks in the cemetery Mm -hmm. and I finally broke down and bought um, a stationary bike so I could work out at home. If you bought a regular bike, you could have biked with me. I tried. I tried taking a regular bike out one day. I went and saw Allegra, actually. It was terrifying. Oh, yeah. The streets of New York City. And it wasn't my bike. So, like, (laughs) I could hardly touch the ground. And the seat was really hard. And it was just not good. Well, I mean, that's that's the funny thing about what what is happening. It's unprecedented times. And it sucks because I, again, when this first started, I did not believe that it was going to go more than three weeks. Now we're on three months. I know. Right? In so, New York fucking city. 100%. And then I just cannot believe how, you know, many people are out of work. How many people are, you know, worrying about, you know, it's one thing that you have rent forgiveness. If you have one of those landlords that are very nice. Yeah. You know, but there are some that say, okay, you don't have to pay rent until. Like one. Yeah. But the thing is, when when things open up and you can go back to work, your debt or your your what is you there. oh it's still there. Well, that's depressing. That's not something people want to exactly. But think about. but what would what? <laughs> it's worse for artists, John L, because artists are going to be the last people to go back to work, yep. so they won't even be back when that rent thing kicks mm-hmm. in. But I want to know more about. Okay, so before this happened, you and your girlfriend opened up your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means that you're technically allowed today. And you mentioned something earlier that I think people will want to know more about, which is, um, what did you call it? Like long long distance dating or what did like you call Zoom it? Zoom calls? Yeah. 
tell us more about that. What what is it like dating right now? Okay, so the virtual dates. Virtual is dates, all the one. rage right now. And is that a sex doll thing? No, nah, it's oh. just it's 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 because we can't meet in, in person. So virtual dates are no longer limited to long distance relationships. So even if you're just a town away or a, a subway right away, you still need to not meet people in person. Uh, I'm crushing virtual dating. Um, <laughs> How many phone books do you sit on? <laughs> I can angle the camera whatever way I want. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, Photographer uh, skills. Exactly, and I actually have a good rig. But um, the idea about virtual dating is I really hope that it becomes more the norm because it's, you know, layering what you mentioned. Exactly. So you mentioned that your fir- the first date is always psycho screening. Yeah. So instead of all the effort, of, I put in no effort. Well, I mean, the idea of still being at risk, be, seeing a person face to face. Sure. You could literally, conveniently, pre-screen a person how many times that you want because for the most part, it will be a little bit more comfortable for both parties involved. It's your laptop or your phone, your mm. time. But there's no human connection. There in isn't. It. There isn't. But the idea... So, so chemically, I don't know if that works. So that is the main drawback. Is if you have, if you're the type of person that relied on pheromones Lost. or or body language, if you are the charisma type of person, people do even if they don't know they I, do. I I know, but the idea here now is you are basically advancing the fifth, sixth, seventh date to the forefront, where you would want to talk to your possible significant other. Because isn't that what we are trying to look for? I mean, I want to talk to them first, Mm -hmm. but I've had times where I've talked to them, you know, back in the day where you would talk on the phone beforehand. Yes, exactly. And then I would meet them and I'm like, oh, you're so disappointing in person. And and so I think it's kind of nice to just rip that bandaid off for better or for worse. 100%. But also it's like it's it's it goes both ways. Like you can be great on calls, not great in person, or you can be great in person, not great in calls. We understand all of that. But you know what's... In what's constant among all of that is who you are as a person and communication. Lies. It's not constant no. dating. People make up one person and then about three to six months or years later, you find out who the real person is. I mean, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's all relationships. But if you're dating, we're talking about dating here. Right. Um, if you imagine this, you could be swayed by a fun first date. Yes. Right. Take you to a fancy restaurant you know, maybe I wouldn't a go nice to a restaurant show, on the first right? date. Or whatever, like good <laughs> drinks. You can, you know, get lucky in a first. Anybody can. Sure. You know what you can get lucky? Zoom Fifth call? conversation. Mm. Right? If you're talking, you're, if, you're, if it's the third time we've talked and, you know, I've done the, the job interview first date and then the second date will be maybe a little bit deeper, maybe the third date. Now we're just talking. And this is what I would imagine a real relationship with me around the time when the honeymoon phase is quite over. You're just talking. You're talking about your day. But you're less interested in someone once you've slept with them and you know everything about them that might happen down the road than you are when you first meet them and you want to know everything. And that's the reason why this kind of is a good test slash barrier for douchey men and women out there. Because Did now, you just call me douchey? No, pff, probably. I call you that regardless. <laughs> no, but the idea is... If we can hold a conversation multiple times without the possible prospect of banging or conversely, 
if you really, really want to bang, you the the parameters now is like, is this person um, worthy enough to have sex right now with COVID stuff? Pod worthy. Yeah. Is it exactly? Is it pod? So did you meet any of these people in person? I, uh, I did. I have. I've met one in person. Uh, going very well. Uh, did you get closer than six feet? Fortunately, no. Oh, uh, again, we're look tr- at you being a good boy. It, it, the thing is, you all else equal, you know, whoever you're going to touch needs to be worthy. Now, be it friend, be it coworker, be it a romantic relationship, is are you worthy enough to get sick for? Sure. So, I mean, or if, for me to accidentally murder you. What? Well, because if you had it and you didn't know it, then you could accidentally kill them. Huh. Interesting. Well, I mean, I figured just like dying of sickness. <laughs> Which is also yeah, it's a also passionate bad. crime. Yeah, but that, <laughs> the idea is like, you know, if if me getting sick because you and I hung out or you and, you know, myself and your fiance hung out, that's fine because not hanging out with my closest friends for more than two months is equal to getting sick anyway, right? It hurts my soul. Aww. So. And and this is the type of thinking that virtual dating forces you to do. You're forced to communicate yourself. You're forced to, and communicating yourself means that you have to look inside. Maybe you're right. Maybe you pretend some that you're somebody else. Uh, maybe you lie, but you know. I don't. I'm just that's what other but people uh, do. Other people could do that, but it's harder to maintain that lie. Totally. When all you have to do is converse. And you can't catfish anybody because oh, there's true. Zoom now. I, I like to be really honest right from the beginning, but people always think I'm lying. So like two years later, they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, but I've been telling you that from the beginning. And they're like, but I didn't think you meant it. Yeah. That's what happens to me the most, yeah. which I find very irritating. Like, Yeah, but that's oh. the other people not listening. And that's the other thing too. It not only exercises your potential partner's listening skills, but you as well. You're forced to listen. I'm a shitty listener. And then that's going to be something that you're working No, but that's the, that's, I think, I hope that this, well, selfishly, the reason why I really like virtual dating because I'm not great in, in person. I'm not the, my, my line has always been, I'm not the, I'm not the greatest first date, but I'm the most amazing 400th date because I'm consistent. Sure. Right? I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to sweep you off your feet, but th- this is probably the worst that you'd ever see me. The first time you meet me is the first because I try to just incrementally improve day, day to day, which I hope sure. is better than just being hot. So, <clears throat> so, um, how are you feeling about the entertainment selections that are happening now? Because for instance, in the, in the artist world, mm-hmm. people have started going online a lot and, um, Various television shows like SNL, people are yep. doing that at home. Um, American Idol mm-hmm. and, and Drag Race and stuff, they did all their finales. So are you watching any of those things? Are you enjoying them? Is that filling your time during this? I know you don't have as yeah. much extra time as mm-hmm. some of us. Well, no, but I, I, because being at home, you're allowed as many screens as I want. And I live in you know, a work out of my living room so I can watch a lot of stuff. And this is something that I raised with other friends as well. We can discuss it a little deeper, you know. Now that, you know, there was a period of time where everything was done through Zoom calls. Like every show that you're watching is kind of like a YouTube screen share or streaming uh, look. Sure. You kind of wonder, you know, do we really need, because for the most part, do you really need the multi-million dollar sets? Yes. 
But again, those I miss because we're going to run out of TV shows soon. Hundred percent. Like they're not able to make any, and those shows are not as good. They're interesting to like see how people are adapting, mm-hmm. and great creativity can come out of that. But I also think like yeah, I've tuned into some of the burlesque shows, and I don't even last five minutes. See, and it's not because they're not great performers. Mm-hmm. They're performers I love, but I'm watching someone watch a show. I'm seeing like a third of the person who I actually mm-hmm. want to see, and there's and- no. I don't know. The energy is somehow different. And so that, so it's democratization of media is great in general. I admire that. But like throwing the question back at you, um, there's there's a, there's a period of time where there was like so many Instagram live notifications because so many of our friends and performers are doing their own quote unquote live shows. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the the you're right. There's no live interaction there's no you can't feel the energy through the screen unless you're like an extremely amazing uh, performer around two things one maybe you're not just a great performer but two just production value is rough we're all doing stuff off our phones our apartments are not lit properly for a show totally so you know how lit properly i don't even have room to perform in my apartment and that's the other thing room as well maybe you're only seeing a third of can i do a performance on top of my couch and you can't how about moving around if your act requires you to you know move from one side to the other and you know an instagram live show is like vertical you're basically just standing in front moving back and forth so i mean how does that you know are you now considering reworking some of your performance to be because now this is a more it's a it's a more viable, more acceptable form of quote unquote performance to share your media. It's true. You can reach more people. Mm-hmm. More disabled people can participate. Mm-hmm. Places and other uh, people in other places. So it's true. There's an opportunity there, but it's just not very good. Yeah. So I'm. I, I've 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 popped into a, cu- a few shows. Um, I haven't seen anything that has really captured my my interest aside from funny because like my I'm more inclined to like the physical aspect of it. So if there is a pole dancer that is, you know, maybe more on the athletic side rather than the the, the sensual side, mm-hmm. I'm much more impressed on the tricks rather than the trick. <laughs> um, um sure. but that's what I've I'm engaging right now. And that's happening everywhere. And I think we're just gonna have to get used to the idea that Entertainment is no longer the same. Sports is going to come back with no fans. So. I, I know that they're doing that. I think small entertainment, you know, burlesque has been around um, for well over 100 years now. And it has always survived times of depression mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I kind of think that in the smaller venues, it will. I think it'll come back. I think people mm-hmm. will want that. Um, but when I read other conversations, there's tons of performers that don't want to go out. They don't feel safe yep. um, and all of that. And that's their choice. I just, that's not mine. Yeah. I'm at the point I want the city to reopen. I understand we have to do it in things. I'll wear my masks. I'll wash my hands. But I no longer am on the thing of like state quarantine. I certainly was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was scared. I didn't leave. Um, I was scared the first couple times I did leave my house. But I just think, like, this is not a way to live long term. 
I think, unfortunately, people are going to have to get it and beat it or not, which is sad and unfortunate. And But I think everyone knows that. I think it's a, it's an uncomfortable truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a second wave. There's going to be a third wave. Yep. And I don't want to shut down every time that happens. Yep. I want to get back to normal things. And our businesses need it. And... Um, and I think we need it, yeah. you know. I mean, I, you know. Otherwise, I'll fucking leave this place. <laughs> There's no point. No, really, because New York City will be all like gaps and, mm-hmm. you know, chain restaurants and shit. Yeah. I suck. mean, now that, again, th- it's going to. The shift in real estate is real. Oh, yeah. Um, and now that even, you know, my company, it's a, it's a big company. We're, we're now going to be reconsidering. Working from the office, yeah. So my well, companies op- could save a ton of money that way 100%. if productivity is the N- same. Now that they were forced to really look at working from home mm-hmm. or working remotely as a viable option, so you know some industries will thrive because of it. A lot of efficiencies. You don't have to, you know, like I go to the office just to steal Clorox wipes and and <laughs> and ha- hand sanitizers. But that'll kill happy hour business, lunch business, 100%. all the stuff around in, all those places and in those cities. But it will hopefully boom in. Closer to your residence. Right. right? So it's just a shift. It is a shift, um, but that means a lot for New York City. And also a lot of those big corporations had gotten rid of offices and Mm -hmm. cubicles or whatever. It was those open concept workspaces. And now that is not a good thing. So eventually, one of the latter questions is eventually things are going to open. Things will open and things will be fairly back to not normal normal but close to approximation to it but what you know what do you think will be the transition in the next six months where a bar is open do we expect it to be packed again do we want places to be packed again? i don't think we know i do because i depend on it and also i like it and i'm not that fearful for myself Mm -hmm. i think you know as from a scientific perspective, right? Like it's um, learn to adapt yep. to the coronavirus yeah. or die, yeah. unfortunately, which is horrible when it's your family. I mean, with my family, I'm like, stay the fuck home yeah. and wear a mask. I'm like yelling at them all the time. Yeah. Nobody's going out without a vaccine. For myself, I don't have fear of it. Um, I don't I don't like want to get it, but mm-hmm. I think I would survive it because I'm pretty healthy and young. Um, and if I don't, I don't have a fear of dying. I mean, nobody wants to die like that, mm-hmm. but I just don't value anyone's life that much, including my own. <laughs> I know it's morbid, yeah. but it's true. No, I mean, I, th- that is the way it's Darwinian. I mean, if you're, if you're going to die because of something like this, there's, they're weeding out some of the weakness. I know it's preventable. It's it's not. It's tough to hear. But you know, I'm more of the angle where because you, you can't Pandora's box has been opened. You can't put it back in. Streaming, right. Live performance, it's there. Um, do you think this is natural, or do you have a conspiracy about it? Because there's been so uh, many conspiracies the, here. There, oh. The world's gonna end. The five G aliens are coming. Al- it's lab made. It's from a bat. It's from that other. What's that other animal called? Um, I have no clue. The scaly one. Okay. No, but I, I mean, I've always been the proponent of, because uh, this was already been uh, proven that the actual COVID-19 or, or this uh, new strain of flu from Wuhan was because of some wrong experiments that they were doing in terms of vaccines. It's been proven. I think people still disagree. Okay, so I, I, that's I, what you believe. That's what I believe. I, I 
think it probably has something to do with lab because it behaves differently than others. Yeah. And my based my, on medical stuff from medical people. <laughs> my um my hopeful Science. my hopeful conspiracy theory is that this whole work from home thing cuz I feel that we could we could have survived a lot of this um through normal means, uh-huh. um, maybe not. You know, may, I'm, I'm su- ooh. So our government's like wanting us to stay home because there is a meteor coming, or aliens are going to come and invade in the next eight to twelve months. So they're giving us an opportunity to be with our families longer. I've seen that, yeah. So we've got like a year left, uh, maybe less, because it's we're already sure. three months in. Sure. So uh, maybe that's what I'm uh, looking at. Is like, all right, I'm down. Right. So uh, conveniently, there's just a flu coming around. So right. maybe just like um, make people go out less so they will not notice what's floating about. Yeah. Right? They released all homes. those videos and stuff of UFOs. And that was old too. So it was like, oh, they could have released that anytime. But no, they released it during Are that time. Are we conspiring with the aliens? Is China in the US? Is this a global organization? So again, I'm an action film fan. My my <laughs> prediction is um, the reason for this is we are going to fight them and there's going to be some oh. nuclear. OK, so nuclear what weapon, fallout. what comic book weapon would you want to fight them if it was possible? I know it's not. <laughs> Dude, you know me. If we are invaded by. Lightsaber? No, if we are. <laughs> so one, I'm, I'm realistic. There's no weapon that I, I can acquire right now from New York that will allow me to battle anything or anyone okay right so the better question is how are you going to uh battle or get live through this alien invasion or zombie apocalypse i have my answer i know what's what, your answer i'm not i'll oh. be the first one to just like take me kill me totally. bite me or whatever yeah i don't again i, I don't want to g- become a zombie but I'm happy to die. As long as I am not going to feel a lot of pain. So if they're like laser beams that they are shooting, it's like, yeah. good. I'll just walk up to an alien like, Mr. Alien, shoot me. If they're going to, you know, abduct people and prod them in the butt, so that I'll probably have to kill myself because I wouldn't want to have that. But um, if it's like an alien apocalypse, it's like, yeah, shoot me in the face right now. Kill me. I'm, I've lived a good life. Okay. I'm, how would you do it? Same. Um, yeah, I'm happy to just <laughs> die. I don't. I'm not gonna fight it. I'm not gonna try to survive on an empty planet. That's kind of why I feel this way about coronavirus. I know some people really will strongly disagree with me after they hear this, and I I get it, and I think their thoughts and feelings are valid. But like, I don't give a fuck. Me living alone in my apartment or with one other person in my apartment for the rest of my life is no way to fucking live. I actually I went home and visited my family. Yep. Because I didn't want to stay in that, partially to give us a break from mm-hmm. one another, partially to spend more time outside and being active and whatever. Who knows the next time we'll be able to take a vacation once 100%. things reopen. 100%. So I felt like, let me just take this opportunity. My my parents were really lonely. Um, the rates of infection were really low there. So I got on some planes and I flew halfway across the country. I had my N95 on, which I've had and been reusing. So I'm, and it wasn't eligible for donations. <laughs> so I'm not taking it away from them. But I did all of my safe practices. I've had OCD since I was like seven. So I feel really good about that. And um, followed as much as I could when I got there, stayed away from some family members, but that allowed me to spend some time with them because 
who knows? Yeah. Like they could get it. They could be gone. That's the thing. It was really hard to leave. It was really hard to come back here. I'm like, why the fuck am I in this Our sweltering diff- city? Super difficult to get. It was not difficult to get, but interestingly, flying out of LaGuardia, there was only three flights from Delta for the entire day. Yep. Flying out of See, New York City. That's the thing. It's like it's it harder to get empty. flights then. But that was before phase one. Coming okay. back, I was during phase one, and there was in Chicago, people weren't wearing face masks. People were everywhere. Some people certainly, lots mm-hmm. of people had face masks on, but it was not as it should have been. Um, and I was really shocked to see that. And even like on the airlines, they make you sign that you will wear a face covering, but mm-hmm. people didn't. They still handed out water and snacks on the plane. I was like, how do you expect people to consume this? Keep a face covering. They're like, of course. They looked at me confused. Of course you can take it down. <laughs> Take it down and drink. Why not? Of course. Not of course. If you okay. break the seal, then right. you've broken the seal. <laughs> okay. and, but the, see, then other people are like, well, it's still better than nothing, which I think probably is true. Mm-hmm. But if you're honestly concerned, you wouldn't be true. snacking on a fucking airplane. True. I mean, th- okay. So let's get this straight. The reason why we're doing all these precautions is not to particularly shield you from the disease itself. We just don't want the hospitals to be overrun. So... Um, my my thing is we want to prevent and slow the spread. Exactly. So you can get you know flatten the curve, yada yada yada. If you flatten were, the curve means make this whole thing take longer. Well, and and it hope, doesn't mean preventing anyone from getting sick. Yeah. It just means instead of it being over in a few weeks and having too many mm-hmm. dead people that we can't take mm-hmm. care of, letting people exactly, do yeah, it slowly. Yeah, over we time. don't want to we don't want to overtax the hospitals because all right, let's just accept that we are you know maybe if you are on the more risky and do more preventative measures. They weren't really overwhelmed though, I got to tell you. Well, I mean, you you mean you have you have friends in the healthcare industry. I have a, I, I know a person who um, they were overwhelmed because they didn't have the PPE, but they didn't. It wasn't a lack of hospital beds or whatever. We had a surplus in New York we didn't use that we prepared. Interesting. For. I've heard different. They shut it down. I, I mean, for me, like I because what I in the I, Philippines? You no, no, no. Here, here. Um, I I have one comedian friend that got she lost her job, so she had to take up part time work in the morgue's office, in the coroner's office. Uh-huh. And the stories that she's been hearing was... The morgues were overflowing. Exactly. Well, of course, where they don't just like drop out of flies. Some of them or most of them will be coming from the hospital. So Yes, but because people were so scared, they waited too long to go to the hospital. It, so they couldn't it. be saved. So it's like the fear was kind of a good thing. It got people to comply, mm-hmm. but it also kind of went too far. And also people that couldn't afford yeah. medical care yeah. that generally can't afford medical care were afraid of the bill. Well, that was the directive. If you can, if, if you're not in immediate danger, chill. And that's the problem is like everybody's they waited gauge too long. is a little bit different, but then that's what I'm saying. Like as Let's do our best, but let's not be prisoners of our own, you know, demise. That's, That's why I'm re- like, I don't understand why we can't have the botanical gardens open and the zoo open and things like that that are outside. Maybe I, you yeah. don't have all the things at the zoo mm-hmm. open because certainly some yeah. are inside. Um, the parks can have bathrooms, the beaches. I understand people congregate, but we've already seen people are going to yeah, do yeah. that. And at least then you're spreading out and you and then you are starting to reopen things that make sense. Yeah. I mean, outdoor stuff. I mean, outdoor restaurants, yeah. outdoor bars. I went to, um, like over the weekend, we were up in Poughkeepsie and museums, they say are fine. Yeah. I mean, as long as you have space, but I also understand that there are some businesses are not equipped to 
because if you're open, you don't also, have to. Yeah, no, but you're also agreeing to if you're gonna open, let's say like a, a botanical garden, right? There needs to be like they have to comply with their employee safety, so they need to provide for stuff for the employees, more sanitizers, clean the bathrooms more often. Maybe that's you know they calculate the cost benefit of of staying closed and you know opening with additional overhead. You know they might not it might not make sense, but other people. I mean, if you if your if your business can handle it. Go do it. Well, there's also insurance issues for businesses. And that's the most interesting thing. Like they're scared of being sued and implications of that, the financial implications of that. And that's really horrible. That just shows you that we live in such a litigious society that we can't even function because we're scared of it. You know, we um, so I in financially in my my office and and I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky that, you know, it's a good company. Medical, my medical is great. Our coverage is amazing. But even in such, a, you know, one of the top companies in the entire world, maybe the top company in the entire world, I still had to sign a waiver that I am going to. If it's like, hey, if you want to go to the office, <laughs> um, we're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to apply to come back to the office because if you get sick because of or you get sick at work sure. they're going to be of course liable for that and then you know if they find out that one person who went to the office got sick they're going to have to de- disinfect the entire building again right. so you know there's a lot of precautions that you know even the people who could put precautions uh, or could afford the precautions um will have to go through and for me it's just like i want to i'm not gonna I'm, I'm i'm i've decided that at the most i'll go to the office once a week just so that I'd be out of this apartment and have like yeah. actual time to come. I have not stepped inside a train in three months. Oh, I finally just took the train for the first time. It wasn't that bad, but not everyone was wearing a mask as they're supposed to. Again, um, I would really like my gym to reopen. I went to a gym in Wisconsin. That was okay. You know, they did the social distancing. I wiped it down. I wore a mask the whole time. Oh, that's. I mean, I. I, It was uncomfortable, but it was fine. And um, and I was grateful to be able to do it. So I just I need some basic things back. Mm-hmm. Small gatherings at people's houses on the roof in yeah. the park, like whatever. Um, I'm I'm ready for it. I think the city's ready for it. You know, we're complying, but it's time for to wrap it up. I, I, I hope that they continue all. If we can just maintain maybe phase one and a half or phase two for longer, because I do like the idea of not. Everywhere that we go, there's space now. Like we, you know, me and your fiance bike down Coney Island. And yes, there were a lot of people there. <laughs> because I was thinking like, I would look at this beach as full. Right. So, but, but if with this sunshine is... sunshine and fresh air, it's mostly okay. And, and now they're even saying surfaces are okay. So we don't know a fucking thing about this, basically. And I don't think we should all put our lives on hold yeah, when yeah. we don't know a fucking thing. Stay, do... Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Do as much as you can. I mean, you know, don't don't be. See, those are things. Not the mask, but the rest of it. I do those things anyway. That's. I know some people don't, (laughs) and that's really the problem. But I do those things constantly. Yeah, but again, if everybody could just be cleaner, uh, wear your mask, regardless of whatever you know, COVID or no COVID, you should be washing your hands you should we should all have been wearing masks when we're sick anyway or not just go if you're sick not go 
Absolutely. Right. And then also, you know, even if... Um, I've had so many clients made me sick and, and coworkers and burlesque people coming to shows. Yeah. But yeah. It, here's the other thing. Yeah, we everybody needs to make money. But, you know, again, on the long term, it'll be better for everybody. But also, like this social distancing thing. You know, you don't maybe six feet is an exaggeration, but maybe my request when we when things are open, we're Some we're personal back, space. Just give me my personal space back. Come on. I hope that this changes some of those things in our society, but history would say it will not. Ugh. So we will see. Thank you for discussing this with yep. me. The ins and outs of being away from your partner. Mm-hmm. I hope and I've shared dating. enough of how mad I've gone uh, we'll, we'll stuck go, with mine. We'll go deep dive what happens in a trapped household. What are the logistics? How do you fart? How do you masturbate if they're two feet away? What do you... <laughs> we, will, we will know soon. You've been married. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been married, but we never had this situation. You know what? And thankfully, I actually thought about this. If the the COVID nineteen happened when I was married, we would have probably gotten divorced. I think the sooner. divorce rate's definitely going to go up. It's really Ooh, a big strain on relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's hard. You now, people now, wives. every little thing is like you're, we were arguing about a light bulb one day. Ooh. Like it's just really about the shows that you shit. imagine you, the strain of the shows that you watch not the strain although the he watched wicked tuna the whole fucking time i had to watch a fishing show you liked like, it no i did not oh, you didn't like, how about the car shows that he's the been car shows there, i'm into right? the car so, shows are see fine. that's good but i understand that you know every one show that I'm like oh i never realized i would want to watch that show there's I've gonna be three so shows television. i've never watched reality tv in years until this no, again i would have so. been i would have either been divorced uh, straight away or murdered because i you know the the you, you oh no i'm very annoying yeah. to him yeah i need because i need all of the attention that i normally get from clients and friends how and you, whatever from him how do you watch porn oh well my God. i'm not a big porn person but i mean if he wanted to watch porn we would but he doesn't want to watch porn yeah but i mean I was and he thinking, stays up later so to answer your question maybe i just go to bed and masturbate <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. I mean, I, I, that's what I did when I, know I was everyone, married. Everyone wants to think that I'm just like fucking all the time. And like, that would be lovely. I would love to do that. But that's just not the situation. I'm just sad masturbating while he watches Wicked Tuna. Okay. So the next episode will be a, a detailed breakdown of how sad the daily uh, late night solo <laughs> masturbation of Lucy Buttons is happening. During I'd rather quarantine not. extended. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to hear that, and I'd rather not. Yeah, yeah But I, it was fun to discuss for one episode. For one episode, right? A little, a little, a little tidbit, a little tidbit yes. of, of a little. So insight. I think whatever people got out of this, they know they're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. It's not. I mean, people. It, hey, my sister is arguing with her husband. They disagree on everything. My dad and his mm-hmm. wife are, you know, annoying each other. They live in the woods. They have. They're on a boat. They're mm-hmm. drinking. Everything's great. But you know, it's just annoying. It's you people know, people are just annoying. My mother's so lonely. She didn't fucking shut up the whole time I was there. <laughs> I call people to try to be friendly and be like a good friend to people. It's like, what's new? Nothing's fucking new with any of us. Yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. <laughs> Nothing's changed. All right, let, we'll, we will talk about the positive effects. It's like, in, in all honesty, I've, I've, I've had, I've heard some instances where, you know, you know, a, a common friend of ours is forced to be with uh, a girlfriend for that ex- extended amount of time. So now they are faced with um, 
Actually, no, but actually not. You know, whenever you're having a problem, you escape to your friends, but now you can't. So you're forced to face your Ugh. your. It's <laughs> horrible. So We're all forced to face ourselves in this. Exactly. That's the worst part. And so now that is a good benefit. Maybe you'll go through it. It's like, yeah, you are a better person because. You know, you, you can't run away. I forgave a bunch of people. Nah. Like, all of a sudden, I just stopped being mad. I was like, that's petty shit. Well, the the, the, the prospect of also dying. also deepened at my hate of anything annoying. So, and that same, same. Like, now yeah. it's like, the people that I want to talk to, now I really want to know that I want to talk to them. And I'm happy to wake up early in the morning because they're in a different time zone just to speak with them. And then the people that I don't care about, I just deleted from Instagram. Oh, it's crazy. It's just like I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, life is already hard. I find social media a lot more boring now. I will oh, say that it's a lot for me. I mean, you know, there's a lot of issues being thrown around right now, and it's just sometimes a little too much. So having a curated wall in which you at least minimize the things that annoy you helps. Um, but again, that's that's just life in general if covid did not happen that would have still been the case this just really exacerbated everything and made everything extremely fast because now you're just like no you cannot go anywhere period even if you go anywhere you're gonna have people look at you it's like why are you going out why are you doing this why are you doing that so it's just all right you're forced to be in close proximity with the most important people of your life or roommates or yourself and that's it and you have to deal you just have to work it out by the way you talked to your cat had oh, full-on conversations 100 i talked to gravestones to dead people in the cemetery strangers Stranger. strange dead people. i think i'm up at least this is my quote-unquote daughter sure talk to strangers well, yeah just trying to give you some perspective <laughs> yeah you don't have anything to say to that that's no. okay that's okay mm-hmm. they've given me lots of peace with you know I saw them every day. I felt like I should say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Cute names. Cute Christian. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you have any topics, questions, concerns, comments, snarky remarks, please um, send them to us at paradeofdicks at gmail.com. Get on Facebook. Um, add us. And uh, we might get back to it at some point. Yep. Eventually. We'll discuss it. We like comments. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Bye.